Welcome to episode 7 of the Canten GamerCast. On this week's show, a Dragon Quest anniversary event promises big news for fans, an esports gym opens in Tokyo, and Nintendo does not deal with the Yakuza. All this and more, coming up. Okay, so we're back, Ryan, after a little break, um, mainly due to me, so big apologies to... You. Yeah, where, and, where'd uh, you go, man? What, what happened? I was off gallivanting <laughs> down in Okinawa, which is the, the southern kind of uh, tropical islands of Japan uh, last week for a much needed vacation. So uh, <laughs> oh, I have wow. no regret. I have no regrets, but unfortunately, yeah, we weren't able to record uh, this oh, show last week. <laughs> that, that's all right. Uh, I was able to catch up on some... Uh, some uh, Doing doing nothing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> well, yeah, that was kind of my plan as well. But then we ended up doing like just loads of activities. So like I had a vacation. I was away for six days, but just like we were like went like diving and like scuba diving, and um, we went like bike riding and stuff, and doing all this. We did glass blowing. That was pretty crazy. Wow, like pretty active so, like, holi- holiday then. Yeah, man. So like, actually, I came back and I was just exhausted, I, and then like. As soon as I came back, I had to work. The day after, I, I had to edit a video, and I, I was editing for about fifteen hours, like straight. It was oh brutal. wow! <laughs> so, so you were uh, you were recording down there as well uh, for personal stuff, yeah. But for my other work, like when I came back, because I was away for six days, I had to like catch. We had a bit of a deadline to catch, so um, yeah, I had to just get through and uh, yeah, just get it done. But. Uh, it was good though, yeah. It was good to be away for a little while. I didn't get much gaming done, unfortunately. Um, but hopefully, you did. You did more than enough for the both of us while I was oh, gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did a bit. Caught yeah, up yeah. on on some some old games and some new ones. So, so I think last episode you said you were playing MGS Five, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I just started it, or I think maybe last time I I had downloaded it, but I hadn't started it. But, oh yeah, maybe you intended to play. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, how, I, how are you finding it so far? I uh, I'm I'm kind of mixed mixed feelings mm. about uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, right? Uh, it's it's got great gameplay. You know, it's uh, it's like a sandbox. Um, so it's got that classic Metal Gear. You know, sneaking around and uh, you know, uh, like uh, upgrading weapons and things like that. And um, sure, sure. And it's it's an open wo- open world format. So it kind of feels like a Breath of the Wild or something. You know, you roam mm. around and you find items and you upgrade your character. But uh, it's kind of lacking in in the story department. And um, for me, I I always thought that Metal Gear was a very uh, plot driven franchise. Mm. Like uh, like I like the gameplay in the Metal Gear games, but f- I was always more motivated by the the wacky characters and. Mm. Ridic- ridiculous conspiracy theory style, you know, <laughs> plots. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I'd say it's it's not a bad game. Um, I'm about ten missions in, so I think there's maybe thirty or forty missions in the game. It's pretty lengthy. Um, I've completed it. Uh, I bought it when it came out, actually. But the thing that put me off that game, which there's two things that put me off it. One of them was that they got rid of David Hater as the voice actor. Oh yeah, and that yeah. is now Keith Sutherland, right? Who, who is a badass, right? Jack Bauer, like just a classic character, but he's not—he's not Solid Snake. <laughs> that is David Hater, and it just the voice does not match the character. That really bugs me. And then the other thing was like, I don't know if this is spoiling too much. Uh, I don't think it is, but basically, like, kind of when you think you've completed the game, it kind of just like starts again, and you. Oh have really? And it, the kind of the story carries on, but you have to do the same missions again, almost. Oh, okay, wow. So in like, like in like the same yeah, area, kind like of, s- yeah. But at that point, I stopped playing, so I don't know if it carries on in that in that kind of sense. But that's I just was kind of like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and like there was a new cutscene to imply that like the story would keep continuing, but like the mission mm. was like the same as the first mission, but harder. It was like you just like you know like beast mode kind of like mission. Mm. And I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then I just stopped playing it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I feel kind of mixed about it. I'm, I'm not mm. sure. I, I do think the gameplay is pretty fun, though. Like, I'm having a great time just running around and, you know, doing sneaking and. 
as a sandbox, it's super fun, right? You can like attach the uh, the balloons to people, and it just like sends them off in the sky. Oh yeah, yeah. And the weapons and, feel fun to use as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, how about how about you? Have you been uh, you been playing anything? Yeah, I got a little bit done. You know, obviously, plane rides are always a good time to play games. So um, on the way on the way to vacation, I played some more Pokemon Snap. I don't think I've completed it, but like I'm not really sure what to do now because like I think I've unlocked all the islands. And like I'm not getting any new cutscenes, but I think uh, you, you have to like level up all of the islands to like a certain level, and then I'll get the next one. But I found yeah. like I had like a battle in like a volcano battle, like a <laughs> it was like two like <laughs> fire like moths yeah. in the volcano. I, yeah, I just did that part as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I mean, that was cool. Um, but then after that finished, you know, you get like a little cutscene, and they say, "Oh, the mysteries of the Illumina Pokemon." And then didn't really say anything else, so I'm just like, what, what happens now? So, did you did you get to the the misty mountain, the misty mm. mountain top? I don't think I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep going a little bit. Oh, okay. there's, there's, yeah, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of spoil. That, no, no, I mean, I mean, just saying misty mountain top. That's not really a spoiler. Um, but anyway, I played that, and then um, for the ride the ride back, um, I actually played the Metopia demo, which was pretty fun. Um, oh cool. That's... I didn't play the original on the DS, but uh yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I thought it would be a good one to play in Japanese because it's um you know like a RPG, but it's a it's aimed at a slightly younger audience. So the text is quite casual and it's not that like um it's not like Dragon Quest or something where it's a bit more fantasy based, but like, you know, a higher level. Um but the game it's... was actually pretty enjoyable, yeah. Pretty fun. It's a it's an RPG with Mies, is that right? Basically, yeah. So, like, all the characters are like the characters like in the game are just like the characters, right? But you choose whose face is on each character, which is pretty funny. So, like, it starts oh, okay. the game, and um, I'll talk about this at the end of the the, the show because I'm going to use some of these words for our uh, Japanese of the week. But you choose your your class, like your class of character, and then you choose the face, right? So, obviously, I chose like my own me, and then. Um, the thing with the, the Switch, because they don't really use Miis on Switch, right? It's kind of got, been pushed to the side a little bit, even though it does have Miis. So, like, if I on my, on my Wii or my Wii U, I had fucking hundreds of them. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, you do the intro, and then it goes to the next part, which is um, uh, it shows you like a cast of like eight characters, and it says like these are the characters from the first village, but you can choose each one of their faces as well. So you can use your friends or you can, you know, you can download like celebrities from like some kind of, uh, there used to be like a me, like QR code database thing. I don't know if you remember that, but that was pretty fun. Oh, I, um, I don't remember the, the QR code bit. Yeah, you could, um, you could basically, was it a QR code? I don't remember how you did it actually. Or maybe it just showed you the settings and you'd copy them. I, don't, I can't remember, but. It had something like that, and um, yeah, and then there's like the big baddie, like the, uh, the 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 demon king or whatever, and uh, yeah, you choose his face as well. So it could just be like, I don't know, it could be someone who looks evil, or you could just choose some like kind of comedy, oh, like that's, stupid, that's... you know, to make it a bit more funny. Yeah, but it's very comical, you know, in the way that it's presented. So, do you um, remember yeah. uh, the the game called Nintendo Land? Oh was, yeah, uh, yeah, that was for, great for the Wii U. <laughs> That was one of my favorite uh, Nintendo multiplayer titles, actually. And uh, I think it was Miis as well, right? For, for like, mm, the characters. That was um, very fun, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, I love but, Miis. Uh, like, I, I really hope Miis don't go away. So, I mean, the fact that they've re-released this game kind of implies that they won't. But yeah, I don't feel that they're good. very... They're not really incorporated into the Switch very much. So. Yeah, well, the the brand of me like that came with the Wii, right? So that's mm. already like fifteen years old now. Yeah, I think. But, but um, everybody knows what Mies are, right? There, the the name Wii and me, obviously, that was a nice coincidence, you know, or not? Oh, it's obviously chosen on purpose that it, it matches so well. But I think it's carried over, and everybody knows what a me is, right? Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, you know, another thing about Mies I saw um online was. In Breath of the Wild, the the NPC characters are all based on on Mies. Mm. Like, did did you see? Uh, there's a video about it. Um, like the the faces no. that are that are generated in Breath of the Wild, they're actually Mies. 
Oh uh, wow! Okay. So like, if if you uh, someone like did a hack or something where you can put any Mii's face into Breath of the Wild and it'll it'll pop up. Uh, oh, actually, actually, it translates that, into like a Breath of the Wild style face. Yeah, actually, could you pull it up on, on YouTube? Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah, that would be really cool to show. Uh, oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, you see how uh, it 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 directly translates into uh, Breath of the oh, Wild, like the no Mii face. So apparently, like. That's what they used, like the back end for the character generation. Ah, uh, um, interesting. So let's see if they show. Yeah, here's a few more. Yeah, that was a yeah, Barrett from. That's crazy. Oh yeah. my god, that's. Yeah, I think that uh, does us for uh, our gameplay of the week, right? Um, so why don't we dive into some of the smaller stories um, before we get into the bigger stuff? We're obviously uh, having to catch up on two weeks worth of news. Um, and actually, yeah, this week there wasn't much big stuff, right? Um, it's a couple of stories, but a lot of the good stuff happened actually last week. So uh, our first story uh, is the announcement of a sequel for uh, Judgment, which is called Lost Judgment. Lost Judgment. Let's see. Yeah. I, did, I didn't play the the uh, original Judgment. Did you? Uh, did you play? No, no, I didn't. Didn't we? Um, we did talk about this last episode. Episode before. You recently just got a PS Five uh, upgrade patch. Oh yeah, we talked about um, the the actor. They had to like replace his face and stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah, not 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 the main character. It was a, a, like a side character. But oh, okay, I think I, I think it's this guy actually. This old guy in the picture here. Uh, I, I think I can't, I can't remember. Maybe it's not. But. Uh, yeah, this there was quite a lot of um, yeah controversy around that, but from what I heard, overall the game was pretty solid, um, and it looks good. The graphics are really nice. Um, it's by the the Yakuza team. Is it is it also like a detective kind of uh, detective story? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. So you play um, you play as like a cop in Tokyo, basically. And uh, it's kind of the other side of like Yakuza, right? So your job is to like hunt down. Um, I don't really know what the story is. I don't know if he's like a murderer or like drug dealers or something. But um, but yeah, this is the trailer for the new one. But it looks good, right? The yeah, the character, the character models look really mm. nice. The faces. They had yeah. that kind of Sega look, if that makes any sense. Yeah, a like, bit like a Shenmue kind of feel. Yeah, the guy in the middle, that looks really realistic, though. I think when they move, it, the, the animation's a little bit wonky. But yeah, that guy's model, wow, that looks really good. Is this a Sega game, by the way? Do you know? or I believe so, yeah. Um, they they kind of have developed like a, a distinct like a art style. It's like semi-realistic, but still has this sort of like arcade machine vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but actually, yes, it says Sega produced here. Yeah, that's cool. Um, did you get into the Yakuza series? Uh, no, not really. Um, like, I think we spoke about this recently, but a, lot, a bunch of them got added to like Xbox Live, right? Yeah. Um, I played one of them, like just out of curiosity. It was kind of fun. It was a bit goofy, but... Um, yeah, I never actually played one kind of uh, in depth. Yeah, I, I tried to get into uh, a few of them, uh, like when they came to the Game Pass. Mm. But uh, I, I found it hard for me to, to get into. Um, mm. But I heard so many people just praise it so much, so I feel like I'm missing out. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, actually, you see it's called a Ryuga Gotoku in uh, Japanese, which like means like, like a dragon. Um, so it's not actually called Yakuza in Japanese, but uh, apparently the oh, new okay. one, you know, the, the new one's called Yakuza Like a Dragon, right? <laughs> Which is a Yakuza 7. Oh, like even in, in Japan? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I see. Actually, I, I don't know. I think that might be called Yuga Gotoku 7, but in English oh, really? it's called Like a Dragon. But in, in Japanese, it's always been called Like a Dragon. That's the name of the series. Um, yeah, yeah, they probably aren't, aren't cool with having... The name be Yakuza, right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably you probably can't use it, right? Yeah. Um, but I heard that, like, from one to six, and even like zero, like the pr the pro the pre the pre sequel kind of thing, pre the prologue or whatever you call it. 
They're all kind of like, um, kind of real-time action. But seven, they switched to like a turn-based kind of strategy thing. Yeah. And apparently it's really good. Apparently oh, yeah. It, kind of it translates quite well. That's cool. Because um, I'm not a big fan of like the, the beat-em-up sort of uh, like action fighting style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I could probably get more into it with RPG mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's which one has the the RPG mechanics? Is that seven? Uh, seven. The new, that, that's like a dragon. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I think this game Judgment has kind of similar gameplay to the previous Yakuza, right? It, yeah, I it, think it has so, like yeah. fight fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like. I think I read somewhere they were saying maybe the Yakuza series is gonna start start to be like an RPG style, and then like, possibly, yeah, and yeah. then this Judgment series would stick with the the fighting. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm not sure though, but that's just just what I heard. Hmm. But yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah, see how it pans out. But this is a obviously a lot more like plot plot driven. It's more like a drama. Um. Yeah, this but, this looks really good. Like the the characters look great. I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. really looks like Japan. Like yeah, that. aesthetically, yeah. It's just the hair. Look at that hair. It just doesn't doesn't sell it, right? <laughs> yeah, the the hair is a little off there, but like, yeah, yeah. Oh, his his hair looks pretty good. His hair is not as bad, but I still think just like video game hair could do some improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, stop making it four K. Stop trying to get 120 hertz. Just make the hair good. <laughs> that would sell. That would sell it so much better. But yeah, so I guess that's uh, that's Judgment getting a sequel. Glad to see it. That's it. Yeah, Lost Judgment. Um, so our next uh, smaller story of the week. Uh, we've got some cool new Pokemon merch coming out. Uh, obviously Japan exclusive. Uh, this is a new box set of uh, Pokemon stamps. Uh, you can see here on the uh, Yubin Kyoku website, the Japan Post, um, they announced this set here, which is pretty sweet looking. Um, we've got, I mean, these are awesome. They're literally just like the main, like three starter, like max evolution characters, Venusaur, Charizard, Bul- uh, Blastoise, um, as like stamps, the original Pokemon cards. Wow, that's so cool. Which uh, is super dope, right? Um, I don't know th- these ones too well, though. It's cool uh, to see like the government like embracing Pokemon. Like we saw the the manhole <laughs> covers before, and then now we've mm. got like post office stamps with Pokemon. Everybody themes. embraces Pokemon. There's no escape, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, I actually think I might pick these up because these look super collectible, and it's only four thousand yen for the box, which is pretty decent. Yeah, they look they look great. The, the yeah, design yeah. is cool. I like the top left with the, it's like yeah, a kim- kimono the, or something. Yeah, I got the kimono with the the Pikachu, which is nice. I don't not sure if she's a particular character. I'm not really sure. Um, I don't know these Pokemon, um, but the uh, the the national bird of Japan is a is a crane. Um, oh, okay. she's called a Sudo, I think it's called. So I guess that Pokemon resembles a national bird. I think um and then down the bottom here you got some other kind of pokemon i think that one's called uh oh yeah he was called I, uh, he, he bunny here which is like fire bunny but he's called, i got him in a pokemon snap i i found yeah him. yeah what else he called in english i forgot it's not torchic that's the fire bird I can't, I can't remember what he's called um there's like a little kind of shiba inu kind of thing yeah fat squirrel i like this guy <laughs> i'm, uh, I'm not sure sh- like uh, I'm not sure if it's just me, but like I feel Pokemon's having kind of a comeback now. Like, uh, or may- maybe it's just always been going, and I just it's always been strong. It's always been strong, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like recently there's been a lot of big things happening. Like, but... did you did you see the trailer for that uh, open world style Pokemon? It's oh, like, like Arc. What's it called? Like Arcane or Ar- um... oh, I forgot the the title for it. It, yeah, it looks, I watched it when it was released. But like, if, was it like the start of the year it got announced? It's like set in in the past, right? Mm. It's in a and uh, you know what else I like is I like the Pokemon art style set in the past. So it's mm. like it's got this kind of old, uh, what do you call it? like Edo Japan? You know? Yeah, yeah. 
1800s kind of vibe to it. It just yeah. works really well with the aesthetic of Pokemon, like, you know, nature and the animals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it looks great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, these stamps kind of give me that vibe. Like, they, would, <laughs> they fit with this, uh, this game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because like stamps are like kind of old fashioned, right? Because most people just send text and email nowadays. So I can't remember the last time I licked a stamp and put it on a letter. Like, <laughs> it's got to be at least 10 years ago. Um, so they've got that kind of vibe to them. But yeah, with the kimono design, um, yeah, they look really cool. So not a massive story. I just thought it was a really cool piece of merch. Uh, they come out on the 18th, uh, the 25th of August. Actually, sorry, I think this is the pre-order date, I think. Um, and yeah, I think they're only available from this uh, online shop, the um, post office online store. So we've got Pokemon cards, and we also had an announcement of um, these uh, Pokemon uh, polo shirts, which looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So a new line from uh, the company's called Original Stitch. And they, I think about three or four years ago, they they released a new line of, or at the time, <laughs> they released a new line of Pokemon shirts, like, you know, dress shirts or like long sleeve shirts. And when they first released it, it was the original series of Pokemon, so 151 Pokemon. And uh, there's a basically, like, they made a custom fabric for each one of the Pokemon. And what you do is when you go onto the website, you can actually build your own shirt, which is pretty dope. So you go, like, you know, men's casual shirt. Uh, you click on here. And uh, if it actually loads, so you choose, like, long sleeve shirt, customize. Um, but now they've actually added a bunch of different uh, kind of generations on. But if you go to Kanto, the original region... Um, yeah, you see like Bulbasaur pattern and you can choose like, it's really cool, right? These like little patterns. Yeah, um, that is, so, that is cool. But like 151, they're all, all different. Every single Pokemon is really unique. Like um, Pokemon's kind of become like a, a fashion brand almost. Like absolutely, not, on, yeah. not only a game franchise, but mm. like, and even in the games, like the recent ones, you can like change your character's clothes. And like mm. everyone's got these different styles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the the Pokemon aesthetic. You know, it's mm. kind of uh, it's kind of cute, but uh, it's not too over the top. You know, it uses mm. like s sort of simple colors, simple designs. Yeah, overall yeah, it looks good. So um, basically, yeah, they they're doing the same thing. Um, but now with that polo shirts, they've added polo shirts to the lineup. Um, and it looks like. Yeah, there's just like three designs at the moment, um, but you get like the little embroidered like emblem of the Pokemon. Oh, you know, nice! Like, it's, like, it's... like you would have like on a, a Ralph Lauren shirt or something like that, or a polo shirt, the little embroidered logo. Uh, but the thing I love is the buttons. Look at these badass like little metal buttons. Po Pokeballs. Yeah, yeah. So you get these three different styles, and then you get three of the buttons pinned on at the front there for each one. Um, but they're quite like, um, you know inconspicuous right they don't like even the buttons like they're obviously pokeballs but when they're that small you're not really looking at them you probably wouldn't notice that they're pokeballs right yeah yeah it's like my glasses are, are pokemon glasses exactly like, right, and, yeah, and they're like, kind of in disguise you know uh, yeah i feel like yeah because like the, the these two the blue ones they've got kind of unusual patterns and i don't know if these are actual balls from the games but i don't think they are um, but like even the white one here, if it was like red and white, the red at the top, white at the bottom, it would look a bit more like a Pokeball, right? But because they've put the red lines in the middle, it looks a little less obvious. Yeah, and to me yeah. that makes it more more desirable to actually wear. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. like like this. So see, actually, maybe I wouldn't choose these ones. It might be just too obvious, too obviously yeah. Pokemon. So like the, yeah. this guy, right? He's got three Pokeballs, and he's got a little Pikachu at the bottom. Yeah, so for yeah. Me, for me, that's not um. That's not as good, but yeah, I like the ones that are a little bit more. Yeah, you got to be subtle, because subtle with your with your nerdiness, you know. <laughs> That's it, yeah, but you got to keep it in check. So, um, like, like only people who know should should know if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and in our uh, our big news for this week, uh, Dragon Quest 35th anniversary event will introduce uh, some new games to the series. Uh, that the events on May 27th. Yeah, and, yeah, this looks uh, Yeah, it seems cool. there's a lot of titles they'll be discussing. Um so like uh 
they're going to be updating current titles uh, like Dragon Quest X Online and uh, Dragon Quest Walk, which is kind of like Pokemon Go. Mm. Uh, it's like a mobile uh, game that you like find mo- monsters while you walk around. Um, mm. But uh seems they've got a lot of new titles here as well, so I'll just list them. There's uh, Dragon Quest Tact, Dragon Quest of the Stars, Dragon Quest Monsters Superlight, Dragon Quest Rivals Ace. <laughs> oh, there's so many. Dragon <laughs> Quest The Adventure of Die series. So that's based on the new anime. There's like a mm. Dragon Quest anime that's recently came out. And um, what's this? Dragon Quest Great Demon Lord Zoma and the I- Island of Beginnings. So that is a lot of titles. But uh, I think the the thing everyone's looking forward to is uh, it's expected that Dragon Quest Twelve might be um, might be revealed, yeah, which would yeah, be yeah. which is a pretty big deal. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven was the the most recent like really big title, and mm. I believe it came out in twenty seventeen. I think for PlayStation Four. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah it, right, it got yeah. ton tons of awards and. Um, it's been ported a million times and updated. Uh, it's on the Switch as there's like Dragon Quest 11S, mm. which is kind of like the additional content version. And yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's also on Game Pass and uh, on Steam as well. So it's mm. it's just everywhere. Um, but it it's been a while since since we've had like a a new like main series title. Mm. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm really hoping they reveal 12 because I think recently Dragon Quest has picked up uh like it's it's become more popular than ever mm. with with 11. Yeah. From what I've heard and, it's uh, 11 was the first one that was like really did well in the west like um, Yeah, yeah. I mean it's in Japan it's like one of the biggest franchises. It's pro- probably mm. the the biggest, you know. More, more I mean, so than Final Fantasy, even. Yeah, um, I mean that's kind of told by the amount of games listed in this, uh, <laughs> yeah, in this event, right? Um, but I think uh, just to be clear for anyone that's a bit confused, uh, Dragon Quest Twelve has not been announced, and it's not guaranteed to get announced at this event. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's highly speculated, right? Um, yeah, so we're all we're all getting excited for it. Uh, mm. Hopefully, hopefully it it gets announced but, yeah um, yeah i mean i i won't be surprised if it's not announced because um uh, mm. look how many they're already talking about like yeah, i mean yeah. i can't imagine like they're gonna they're gonna release like 10 different dragon quests titles mm. um in a similar period of time uh but i think they mentioned there would be a, a big reveal or a secret or something mm. like that uh, let's see. Maybe that's in the article as well. Um, let's see. So yeah, I think everyone's expecting there to be some kind of uh surprise. So we'll have to wait until uh May twenty seventh to uh to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, not much more detail we can give you guys at the moment, but it does look pretty cool, even for someone who's not a massive fan of the series. It's always kind of piqued my interest. I just never found. The time to actually get into it <laughs> so maybe yeah, one it, day i'll get around to it so i was uh i was telling julian earlier that uh that uh, i spent like almost an entire year just playing dragon quest uh 11 mm. uh well because before uh we started the podcast i didn't have a, a whole lot of time to game mm. and uh dragon quest 11 is just so long mm. if you if you're only putting in like an an hour or two a week it it's gonna take you uh, a whole year, you know, to t- to get through all the content. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's worth it because it, it is a really great story, great game. Mm. It, you know, it, it's sort of like fairy tales. You know, just stories about friends and family. You know, going on adventures together. Yeah. But yeah. um, but yeah, it, it's a long game, and mm. so they only release a a mainline dragon quest once every like uh five years or so i think 
four or five years. So it's yeah, yeah. kind of like The Legend of Zelda. Uh, it's a pretty big deal when a new one gets announced. Mm. But uh, yeah, so uh, I'll be tuning into that on the 27th and I'm sure we'll, we'll be talking about that more uh, coming up in the future. Yeah, I guess in two weeks time we'll, we'll catch up with that one. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, next uh, story for the week. Uh, this was actually one from two weeks ago, but I thought it was interesting all the same. Uh, is that uh, a new eSports gym has been announced that it will be opening in Tokyo. <laughs> so I just thought this was a very kind of a very Japanese concept. Uh, and yeah, I just feel like it's not that you could only do this in Japan, but it doesn't surprise me that this kind of thing is coming to, to Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. I heard these type of places are popular in Korea because they have mm. a really competitive uh, like esports scene. Yeah, like there's, yeah. There's a lot of like game cafes or mm. net cafes. I think that the net cafes in Tokyo tend to be more of a place where people go to just like sleep <laughs> after work. Yeah, like sleep or yeah. some people live in them, don't they? Like, um... <laughs> yeah, it's like cheap, uh, a really cheap living space almost yeah i mean it's not really a living space it's just like a a booth where you yeah you it's quite stay. it's quite depressing but i mean so, yeah some people do live in them but um, but they do anyway. they have showers <laughs> they have showers and like unlimited drinks and stuff so yeah um but anyhow um this this seems to be not a net cafe but an actual like gaming area like yeah uh, so it seems like a bit more a bit more set up like an actual um, I can't say like an actual gym, but <laughs> but maybe like something more like um, maybe like a land cafe, not like a net cafe. Yeah, you know, like uh, yeah. When when I was uh in high school, uh, like it was not so common for people to have gaming PCs. Mm. So if you wanted to play on on a a strong PC, you had to go to like a land cafe. Yeah, and like yeah. they would have all these PCs like hooked together, and like you could go with your friends and all like play Counter Strike or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like today, it seems might seem kind of crazy because uh, like everyone just plays online from their house. But mm. uh, I think back then you you had to go, like, go to one of these places just to play like online style multiplayer. Um, yeah, yeah. So it it reminds me of that, you know, those land cafes. Kind of, um, yeah. I think the the main difference with this kind of thing, though, is that um, uh, it has more kind of like casual fees, but there are also like um, kind of memberships you can pay for like training. So in that regard, it is like a gym where you go and you train <laughs> to become <laughs> like a pro, or whether it's like Dota or like Warcraft player or whatever game you're playing. Um it's so uh, it says uh, here in the um, in the article, the gym will provide computers and chairs designed for video gaming. Uh, five games, including popular Puyo Puyo E-Series puzzle game, will be available. So there's only going to be five games. So I'd imagine there might be maybe like um, Street Fighter Five. That's one of the really big ones. Um, maybe something like Apex. That's kind of getting quite big in Japan. But it says, uh, you know, for, maybe for the for the noobs like us, the casual gamers, uh, a monthly membership fee uh, for regular members uh, is 5,500 yen, which is about $50 US. Um, but you can use the gym every day. It doesn't specify any like limits of time either. So you could potentially just spend like 12 hours a day in there. Um, but there's also a training program uh, where you pay yeah, 2,750 um, yen per hour which is about $25. Wow, that's wild. So like the, um, the training yeah. program fee is like more than half of the monthly fee. Yeah, that's great. But that's hourly, right? So that's to receive professional training. So, you know, someone's uh, like, going to sit by your side and coach you, right? Wow. Um, so that makes sense because that's how much most lessons for anything cost, right? Um, yeah, yeah. The thing that confuses me, I'm not sure about this. It says like for, co for courses to become a professional... The monthly fee is 12,100 yen. So maybe like if you're going to take the lessons to become professional, that's your monthly fee. It's 12,000, not 5,000. 
Oh, I see. And so then like the, you pay this per lesson per, per hour. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Mm. Like, uh, I wonder if it's a good place to hang out, or I wonder like how the how the vibe would be there. Might be, but I mean, it'd be cool to check out. Right, maybe we could go down and uh, maybe they do like yeah. <laughs> a, a like a taken taken experience day or something. Um, I'm just I'm just such a not non competitive type person, <laughs> so <laughs> like I'll be useless. <laughs> yeah, cool. So that's the esports gym coming uh, soon in Tokyo. Nineteenth uh, of May, so it's in two days. It'll be on this. Uh, what's the date? It's Monday, isn't it? So it'll be on Wednesday. It'll be oh, opening. Wow in a meter ward which is kind of fairly central tokyo um so yeah maybe maybe we can uh head down there someday ryan if we get some free time oh yeah yeah so if, they, if they do like um you know most gyms have like a, a one day like experience you pay like 500 yen and they'll let you go in oh, for yeah. the day and you use it so maybe they'll do that and we can, <laughs> we that can would go be get fun. Our, our ass handed to us by some that- uh some pro gamers yeah, that would be cool. Like maybe we could do that for the channel. That would be a nice video. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah. So our, our next story, our final news story of the week. Um, this is kind of another little small story, but I thought it was just quite comical. Um, in the midst of all the um, the court battle, the the massive court battle at the moment between uh, Apple and Epic, um, a lot of details are coming out about like other game publishers who have dealt with these two companies. Um, um, one thing that kind of got leaked, um, well, not leaked because it's kind of made public, but I'm not sure if Nintendo ever ever wanted this to be made public, um, is that, uh, yeah, the Nintendo are very against ever working with anybody that deals with the Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, I just uh, thought it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. So yeah, apparently as part of the, uh, the proceedings for the, the trial, uh, Nintendo actually provided this document for the trial to be used um it's a 25 page i think it's like kind of like their 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 kind of like template publisher contract when they send it to other publishers uh which i think is like say if like you know epic games said like oh we want to release Fortnite on um on the nintendo eShop, and then nintendo sends this this document over and says okay we'll sign this and then you can publish your game on our store i think that's what it's for um, and apparently most of it was, was redacted. So like most of it's just completely blacked out. Um, but there was one part that, um, stood out that was quite funny, um, where Nintendo, uh, basically the agreement requires Nintendo partners to guarantee that neither they nor their employees are anti-social forces, <laughs> nor are they providing money or favors to said forces. So um, obviously that means that you can't be funding like ISIS or like, you know, you can't be like anti-Semitic or like basically anything that's like really bad, right? And is divisive to society. Um, But one thing they mention um, is they repeatedly use the term uh, Boryokudan, which means uh, like crime syndicate or is like 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 a violence group, basically. Um, and that's the the phrase that is used to refer to yakuza. Um, ah, I see. So, well, it, yeah, that's that's <laughs> quite quite like Nintendo, you know. To uh, they're very particular about, um, yeah, like also about their content. You know, like they don't allow like violence in um, a lot of their games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that they like don't allow voice chat for a lot of stuff because mm. uh, I think that they're trying to keep it like uh, kid friendly. So. Uh, yeah, I guess course. so. I mean, kind of like we talked about with the uh, the guy who got busted for weed, uh, the actor that was in uh, Judgment. Yeah, in, yeah. In Japan, generally, I mean, if this goes for any country, right? You never want to be associated with a crime gang, right? Unless you're quite clearly like involved with the crime gang. But if you're like in a in a different company, and you're just kind of dealing with them on the side, then it's never seen as favourable, right? <laughs> but yeah. Everybody knows that you know the yakuza in Japan have a very negative um, kind of position in society, right? Um, so even like mention that you might be working with them or you know paying them like protection money or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seen yeah. very negatively. Um, yeah, it, make, just, it makes yeah. sense. I mean, I would assume that almost all companies would have this kind of policy, right? Like, Probably, yeah. You know. Um, but it's just 
it's more just the comical sense that like you know it has to be baked into the, the contract <laughs> just to make sure like it's like you're not you're not dealing with any yakuza are you or just just to make sure you know <laughs> but like if, if someone is like they're not gonna admit it like exactly right, like, right yeah <laughs> so basically it's just saying like no like blackmailing no like dealing with like shady people in the backgrounds don't have like yakuza people on your board you know persuading the the market or whatever or <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah 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 i i hope all you know all companies in the game industry all big companies would have these kind of rules in place you know to yeah, make sure yeah, yeah. stuff keeps uh, going fairly yeah yeah uh, it's pretty um yeah, it's pretty comical. So, again, nothing super surprising there, but I just thought it was uh, kind of worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo always looking out for us, you know, doing what's best, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. All right, so that wraps us up for the news this week. So uh, let's move on to new releases. Uh, we usually talk about software, but we do have one piece of hardware coming out this week. And we're, of course, talking about the new, the controversial blue Switch Lite which oh, yeah. uh, looks pretty tasty. And uh, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Ryan, but um, Nintendo this week, um, they released this video um, basically trying to find out what, what color is this this unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it blue? Is it yeah. purple? Because it actually, the, it... Official, the official title is blue. It's called like just blue. But now they're using you know, well-known colors. They're using the Mario's dungarees as the blue reference. His and uh, uh, dungarees, you know, his uh, overalls. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's what we call them in the UK, dungarees. <laughs> dungarees. That's that's the first time I heard that. Uh, well, what do you call them? Overalls, maybe. Uh, suspenders, maybe. I guess overalls. Sus- yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but suspenders are just the straps, right? But yeah, yeah. So I guess they're overalls. Yeah, not not important. Anyway, they use narrows, <laughs> right? Because they're, they're blue, and uh, Waluigi's yeah. hat, which is very purple, right? Yeah. Um, so let's just, I'll skip to the video here a little bit. And uh, first they take it out of the box. It's all very lovely. And then uh, he gets a little Mario. Here we go. And you can see that, yeah. The blue of Mario is very like navy blue kind of. Um, maybe not yeah. even navy, a bit lighter, right? But it's, when you hold the Mario, it makes the switch look purple. Yeah, yeah. It looks a little more purplish. But... Uh, What's, when what's they the word move, for that? Cobalt? Uh, well, it's actually a lot of people saying indigo. Indigo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Indigo. But when it they looks go to, really good, though, yeah. When they go to Wario, now with the purple, it makes it look blue, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's weird, like, it changes color based on what the reference is. <laughs> In my eyes, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is a great color. Like, uh, mm. I've been wanting to pick up a Switch Lite, but uh, I just don't really like the colors that much yeah I mean, exa- exactly yeah, like, that's what i've been like, feeling i actually well i like the colors but i just want something a little more subdued and mm. the, the the gray is like too boring i don't know mm. for me uh so i feel like this is a pretty pretty cool color did they make oh yeah the first three were, there was gray coral blue or no sky it blue, was yellow and then they made a coral pink i think it was called yeah, yeah. And so then there's a, the, there's like the a Pokemon color. one as well that has like a, a white and blue and red kind of thing. A Switch Lite? Did they make that? I didn't see that one. Interesting. Yeah, there's a Pokemon one and the, the thumbsticks are different colors. Uh, I saw the like the Pikachu Eevee, the regular Switch. That was a little while ago. but Yeah, uh, I think that maybe it was a Sword and Shield Switch Lite that they, mm. they had. Yeah, maybe we could pull it up and take a look at it. Yeah, uh, I... I remember this one now. Yeah, if it didn't have the picture of Pokemon on the back, then I would probably be down with it. But it's just yeah, when there's a massive picture of a Pokemon on the back, it's just it's just so embarrassing to like <laughs> play that on the train or something. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I like I like this guy's professionalism, man. He's got the gloves. There's no yeah, music. Is- He's not talking. It's just like pure like button clicking action. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I I've been wanting a a switch light actually because um, I'm not very happy with the normal switch. Like, I feel like it's kind of uncomfortable. 
Yeah, uh, my, yeah. My Joy-Cons drift really bad, and they like wiggle around and stuff. Uh, and uh, the kickstand is terrible. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's it, if I can yeah, get out of the thing. That's the thing for me, right? It's it's not that it's heavy console. It's just that, like it's heavy enough that like when you hold the the the, the things here. If the console goes down, it comes out, right? So look, I'm not even pressing the buttons. Yeah, yeah, mine does that too. It but just... they're both they're both broken. So like, and it's not that it it's not that it just suddenly falls out. But I'll just be holding it, and then it will just say like controller disconnected. You know, I'm sure you have the same problem. Yeah, yeah. And and then you're like, what the fuck? Like it's already like stuck, and it doesn't even go down anymore. Like it's already connected, but it's just something's a bit loose. It, it's not quite yeah, perfect. Yeah, I mean, I expected them to like release a new model of the switch mm. uh like after a year or so and i mean they they had the switch light which is pretty cool but then they yeah, removed yeah. the uh the tv functionality so that kind of ruined <laughs> it for me cuz i like to play yeah. on the tv so i'm i'm stuck with the the old one so like i i want to jump on the switch light but then also like since my use case like i mostly use a a tv yeah i like, know what you mean that kind of keeps me from buying the light so you know <laughs> okay but anyway let's uh move on to some games so uh coming out this week on the uh 20th or the 21st uh we've got famicom detective club which looks pretty cool yeah yeah and um oh i thought this was already i think this might be out already in japan oh really Maybe. yeah I, I thought it was out on the 14th in japan Oh, uh, okay. Maybe this was uh, one that came out when I was uh, away on vacation. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, either yeah, way, it's so. uh, it looks great, doesn't it? Like seeing it in action now. Yeah. So this is one of them that I really want to uh, pick up, actually. Mm. And um, I've been I've been like debating whether I'm gonna buy it or not mm. because um, I think in Japan they have like a physical uh, like a double pack thing. Mm. And uh, it it comes with like the soundtracks and uh, like an art book and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, I thought if I'm gonna play one, I should I should probably just go through them both. Mm. So, yeah, I, I'm still on the fence though. I'm not sure if I, I'm gonna pick it up, but I, I really think like I will, the yeah. I really like the art design and just looks mm. like a a fun adventure. You know. Yeah, I mean, I told you that I've been playing um, Professor Layton. Um, mystery journey right and it's, it's yeah. the same kind of like point and click you know like uh text mystery adventure but this i mean that was originally a ds game so they kind of remastered it and it, it does look a lot better than the ds version but i like how they've animated the characters in this one it looks really nice it's obviously not 3d but there's lots of different separate parts of their faces that move and yeah, the other thing that i really like is the the voice acting it, Feels like every line is voice acted, which is pretty. Yeah, nice. that that really adds to it. It makes it feel more living, you know. Hearing mm. the voices, seeing like things move in the breeze. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's got to help help it a lot because, like, gameplay wise, it's it's just point and click pretty much, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So as long as the story is good, then yeah, I don't see why this wouldn't be and, wouldn't be good. But it looks cool. Yeah, definitely. And it'll be uh, such a good uh, Japanese study game, mm. you know. Um, hopefully it's not too complicated, but from what I can tell, the story is like not so difficult that like we wouldn't be able to read it, right? Yeah, I mean, usually these kinds of games they have to take into account that like you know lots of different types of people play them. So you know, without being rude, you know, some people are just smarter than others, right? So some people find it very easy, <laughs> but they have to set it at like one ge like generic like difficulty, right? Yeah, yeah. So well, like, I mean, just like. To read That's, in Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, mean, I mean, it's obviously aimed at you know for Japanese people, or whatever. But it could be like a twelve-year-old kid, or it could be like a twenty-five-year-old man. You know, they can't make it too difficult because then that narrows down the potential buyer base, right? So um, yeah, yeah. But I think I, like, I, know, I was gonna say I I heard there was some kind of outdated uh, mechanics where like you have to click on the same thing like three times mm. to advance and like. That kind oh, of okay. stuff, but uh, I heard the story makes it worth it. Oh, like if, okay. you, if you can deal with the kind of like, you know, late '80s Famicom game design. Uh, sure, sure. The story, the writing is supposed to be 
really good. So, mm. um, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, so the the thing is, I kind of want the physical copy, which I I, I, I would probably buy that. Yeah, I think the physical copy is only in Japan, mm. and uh, it, they only have the double pack. So oh, it's, it's like a Ichimayan, so mm. or maybe more. So it's like if you're gonna jump on this game, you gotta kind of pay it a little bit gotta of be, a high price on it. Gotta be all in, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so like I was thinking, well, shit, for that much, I could get two or three like other games. Uh, True, yeah, yeah. But like, it is published by Nintendo, and it looks mm. really cool. So, uh, thinking I might, I might go, uh, go for it. That'll probably hold me over until a uh, Skyward Sword comes out. You know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I think I'll pick it up all the same as well, but might might wait. You know, might get it on a sale maybe. Um, but all right, let's move on to, uh, we got a bunch of new games to get through today. So, um, let, yeah, maybe let's yeah. just, we'll skim through these a little bit quicker. Uh, this one looks interesting though. This is called, uh, Akiba's Trip, um, which, uh, all I've gathered really from the title is just that, uh, Akiba being like Akihabara. Oh and yeah. Some kind of like, yeah, like detective. This is also like a detective, like mystery kind of thing. Oh, cool. There's like a camera mode going here. Ah, uh, maybe this is more like, um, was it called Fatal Frame? Do you remember those games? It was like the ghost uh, game. Yeah, I, I'm not really familiar. I, I never played them. Um, but uh, I like these 3D models of, uh, of uh, yeah, Akihabara. It's pretty uh, spot on. It's very accurate, isn't it? Yeah, it looks, looks yeah, exact. They've even it, got it, most of the correct shop names and stuff, which is quite cool. Yeah, it, it kind of looks like a Persona, like art style. Yeah, I was about to say it's got a Persona vibe to it. Um, but yeah, apparently this is the 10th anniversary edition. So, like, I mean, I'd never even heard of this game before, but uh kind of looks a bit fun, a bit goofy. So if it's yeah, not is, too, if it's not too this, expensive, I might pick it up on a sale or something. Is it a, a remaster? Uh, I assume so, yeah. Well, it says 10th anniversary edition. So oh, it just yeah. Look, it still looks pretty bad, though. Like, the textures are awful. <laughs> yeah, it so, looks like a like a jet set radio or something. Yeah, like, so it, it looks like it's just running at a higher resolution, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I like the look of it. Uh seems like a fun one. Yeah, Pretty yeah very accurate accurate Japan portrayal there. Yeah, very uh lazy <laughs> update though, I say. <laughs> <laughs> cool, what's up next? Um and this is called uh Torakichi no Torakichin. So Tora Kichi is the main character, I think. And uh, Tora Kitchen is like Tiger's Kitchen. So... Oh, okay. Kind of like, so, uh, you know, like uh, Tanukichi in um, in Dobutsu no Mori? Yeah, yeah. So he's like a Tanuki, right? So Tanukichi. So that Kichi is like, I'm not really sure what it means, but it's, uh, it's kind like of more... Kichin. Like Kichin. Well, yeah, this one, right. but it's called like Tora Kichi. That's the name of the character, right? But uh, Tanukichi, he's a Tanuki, but he's Tanukichi. And this guy's a tiger, Tora. Oh, he's called Tora Kichi. Yeah. So it's got that kind of same vibe to it. Huh, um, interesting. But I, I feel like it's kind of like Kun, you know, or like Chan. But maybe used more for like um, like comic characters. I'm not really sure, but... Uh, yeah, it looks, looks like a puzzle, a simple puzzle game though, right? Slide the, the plates yeah, across yeah. like to the right side. So like they they uh they want some certain type of food, mm. and, and I and I guess you have to like to like use the sliders in the correct way to get it delivered to the right place. Yeah, um, yeah, and there's like plus one, plus minus one. So I think I thought originally it was more like um kind of cute version of like Overcooked. If you've ever played that game, yeah. Um, but now it just seems like you don't make the food, but it's like more like a puzzle game, like Puyo Puyo, where they, they fall down from the top and you can switch. Almost, do you remember like um, Mario and Yoshi? Did you ever play that game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you have uh, to swap the plates around, right? It looks kind of like that. And they yeah, kind nice. Of fall down. A, a puzzler with a cute art style. And a, I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, this is uh, the, ki the kind of yeah. thing I, that I would like to see on mobile, though. Because I feel like that's yeah. you know, something you could play on your phone on the way to work or something like that. Yeah, I definitely agree uh, with that that statement. Yeah, um, it looks quite basic as long as it's not priced too much. If it's like five hundred yen, then 
yeah, I'll pick that up. All right, so next up, we've got um, Metopia, which we spoke about a little bit at the start. I've already checked out the demo, uh, but yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and you, you said the demo was good, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. It's a quite a straightforward RPG at the, from the start of things, you know, like you... Um, so like in the, in the demo, I, I picked the warrior class, just the basic, like, you know, the knight with the helmet and the sword. Um, but yeah, you can do like, uh, like physical attacks and then you can do um, like magic. Some of the characters have magic and healing magic. But it's a very kind of like basic turn-based adventure. I think the main point of this is that like you can make different relationships between all the characters. So one thing I did notice that is when... Um, when you stop at the inn to like heal for the night, uh, it comes up with like a picture of the room, the rooms in the hotel, right? So it's like four in each corner and there's one in the middle. And say if you've got like a whole squad of characters, you can only put two characters in each room, but you, the ones you put together, they will like become more like, I don't, I don't know if it's like romantic or whatever, but they have like a little heart meter and it, like, it fills up. So when they sleep in the same room at night, they kind of bond and I think that improves their stats. So if, if they fight together in the same team, then it gives you like a stat boost or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Is yeah, it, yeah. Is it like a multiplayer game as well? Like where you can you can journey uh, with your friends? I don't think so, but he says that actually, we just go back a second. He said like um, online here, switch. So like me or morale. So like you can get, you can get um, me's from other people online. Oh, I think it's a, okay, it's a cool. one player game though, but it's just, um, you can share I know a lot of the fun of this as well is, is sharing all the faces, right. And, you know, and seeing them all, all these kind of humorous situations. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is like the team here and then this is the world map. Yeah. So every time you get to, uh, let me just go back a second. Like if you, you go to the world map, right. Uh, somewhere here and you know you go through each point kind of like you know mario world or something like that and then when you're in the in each world you get this kind of screen uh like where you run from left to right and it's oh, you, okay yeah yeah it makes you run and you come across enemies and then when you get to the end that's the, the that's the stage cleared so it doesn't have like an open world map like a regular rpg perhaps um but it's quite fun it seems like it's a good one to play in short bursts as well so the, the art art style kind of reminds me of Paper Mario. I mean, it's not paper, but like this sort a of a little bit. The backgrounds, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The backgrounds is sort of like pop up sort of look. Mm. Uh, that's cool. It looks nice though. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. This this seems like a fun one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like Nintendo's like like I mentioned earlier, Nintendo Land or like mm. you know all the the Wii games with the Mies or they're all yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it looks really nice. Yeah, so next up, uh, we've got uh, Rune Factory 5. So let's check this one out. Have you ever played any of the other games in this series? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. Is, is it an RPG series as well? Yeah, I mean, again, I've not played it because it's just not really into JRPGs, but uh, it's quite a well-known series. Um, I think a lot of these have been ported to like mobile as well. Um, but you can see from the image here, right? It just looks very, the very standard kind of style. Yeah, I, I mean, the quality of the art looks high, though. I mean, mm. although it is, you know, kind of your typical anime style, it's mm. like, I mean, it, it seems like, well, how do I say, like, a, it has a good budget, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the character designs are good, and the uh, looks like it's uh, 3D as well, so. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, I, like, I like the colors. It's very, very bright, like very saturated. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of cool. There's some pastel stuff. Looks like there's farming. Oh, yeah, Cook, yeah, true. Yeah, Actually, so cooking, I think that's farming, one of the fishing. that's one of the mechanics of the series, I think, is that you also do like fishing, farming and all that kind of like daily life stuff as well. I, I feel like I could get really into these games if I just had a ton of time. <laughs> you know? yeah, for, yeah i, where, I don't know uh i don't know who actually has the time to get into these but i, I imagine <laughs> if if you do it would be really fun you know mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, when, I was, when i was younger definitely like i could have invested time 
Um, yeah. But actually, yeah, I say that, when, I, when I was little, I did play a lot of like uh, Towers of Symphonia, uh, Skies of Arcadia, uh, Blue Dragon. Do you remember the one on the Xbox? Um, oh, yeah. I used to play quite a few JRPGs, but nowadays it's just, yeah, don't do not have the time. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unfortunate because uh, they're such lovely games, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I, I usually play like the first few chapters of them, but then I don't have time to actually like dive into it. So I like I like to play them and just like experience the introduction and mm. like meet the characters and stuff. But then once it gets like deep into it, where you know you're doing different dungeons and stuff, like mm. I, I usually can't take it that far. Yeah, I I'd say yeah. like for me, maybe ten to fifteen hours is like the maximum that I I could put into one. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, with the exception of Dragon Quest, because. Uh, like I'm willing to to spend the time on that, because it's yeah, it's kind of yeah. you know like the pinnacle of the of the genre, I guess I guess you could say. All right, uh, so uh, I guess in our final section for today, uh, we're mm. gonna learn some Japanese, and yes. so I I've just got one word for you this week, but it's kind of a kind of a funny one. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So um, I've got a little story for it. So um, I was <laughs> I was trying to uh, to figure out which game I was gonna buy. Mm. Uh, for the next few weeks, and so I was showing my girlfriend, and uh, for me it was between Near Replicant, mm. the uh, um, and uh, the Famicom Detective Club, right? Okay. So, so I showed her the trailer for Near Replicant, and she said, "Like this is a Chunibyo," and uh, Chunibyo. I was like, "I was like, <laughs> what is what is Chunibyo?" So Chuni is like uh, the second year of middle school, right? So like, oh, okay, about eighth grade. And bio means like sickness, right? Like bioki. Uh, uh, so chunibyo is like a slang word uh, used for teenagers who are like edgy and pretentious <laughs> and like they, they you know, into like dark stuff or like, you know, they're uh, uh, lashing out at the world. Oh, uh, like teenage <laughs> angst. <laughs> angst, yeah, angst. It's, it's but, Nirvana. This is Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, so like she said, like this this game looks like it's made for people who are who are like in the eighth grade and like getting really angsty. <laughs> you know? That's uh, really funny. So I suddenly felt really insecure about my um my tastes in uh <laughs> games. You are just a a mouthy teenager, Ryan. Yeah, I, I'm just a grown grown uh, preteen. That's but, funny, uh, man. But yeah, I thought it was a really funny slang. Um, That's a great word. I love it. Yeah, because uh, it's just such an like an iconic, iconic. Mm. I don't know if uh, an important part of everyone's life is like when you're about thirteen or fourteen years old, and mm. and and you start getting all weird and uh, lashing out at the world, you know, yelling at your parents, or like getting really into edgy music and and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so, think that's. Uh, that's something that every language must have, right? A word for this kind of, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's so funny because, like, I feel like a lot of these games and animes, like, are kind of influenced by this sort of, this, uh, mm. like, this age group is, like, the target for a lot of the, the games yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. it makes um, a lot of sense, actually. It's Like, so I was thinking of, like, do you know Death Note? Like there's yeah a, yeah yeah there's I love an, Death Note. that's great. So like the main character, he, like he kind of has this chunibyo, like yeah, he, yeah. he like thinks he knows better than everyone else, and like he's all dark and like misunderstood, <laughs> you know. But he, uh, he also has a book that kills people, so yeah, he, he, like he's got a supernatural <laughs> power, and yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah anyway, it's, it's just like a fun word and a good one to mm, know, and uh, and uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Let's uh yeah, let's move on to my words for this week. My words. I yeah, your words I made these words. My words are these. These are the six classes available uh, to choose from in uh Metopia. So I thought they were all good oh, words nice. to know. I think we might have covered one of them before. Um but uh yeah, let's go over them. So the first one uh on the left here, we've got Senshi, which is basically a knight, like a warrior. So um, maybe a lot of you people at home might have heard the word Bushi before, which is often uh, incorrectly called a samurai. But Bushi is like the classic, you know, samurai 
armor wearing warrior. But since she is more of like a knight in the more of like European sense, um, oh, Sky is a wizard um, or magic user, you know? So any, uh, you probably don't know this, Ryan, but there's a very popular anime called Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And uh, all of the characters have like these kind of magical like spirits that live inside of them called stands and uh they're called standard skype so like stand users oh okay uh, interesting so but that's that comes from that you know like that something sky is like a user of something right so maho being magic uh the next one we got sordio which is like a priest or a monk so usually like the in rpgs like the spellcaster you know the has all the healing magic and stuff um yeah yeah uh, next up, we got Tozoku, which is like a bandit. So uh, I think another word that people at home probably have heard before is Kaizoku, which is pirate. So that's probably really popular from uh, One Piece. Yeah, that, that's, um, Zoku is like family, right? Or like exactly, the, the, yeah. But Tor is like Tor is in like um, to steal, like that that kanji. So oh, like ste- okay. stealing family. Um, you're 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 a bandit. Uh, yeah. The next one's quite funny, uh, Idoru, which is just an idol, you know, idol very, yeah. <laughs> very Japanese. I'm not sure how that character fights. I'd be quite interested to choose them as a character. Yeah, that's but maybe funny. They, they, sing, they sing and do whatever. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. And uh, we've got Ryorinin at the end, uh, which is a chef, basically. Ryori being, meaning cooking and Nin being like a person. So... I think in that case, the character like cooks food and they can maybe like cook up like, you know, like uh, stat buffs and like, uh, you know, healing items and stuff like that. Um, oh, so yeah. yeah, we've got the uh, the three, uh, sorry, the, the six, should I say, categories of uh, yeah, these, classes. These are some interesting classes. I, I like mm. the, the variety there. Like mm. you usually don't see chef or idol. Mm. Uh, I, well, I guess just chef and idol are, are the two interesting ones. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Same reason. Yeah, they have got some weird ones, but a lot of them are very standard. You know, so you can use them in pretty much any JRPG, and you'll probably see those yeah, words yeah. somewhere. You know. All right, and with that, uh, that wraps up our show for the week. Yeah, nice, nice work. Otsukare. Otsukare sama. I'm thinking uh, maybe I will become an idol class warrior from now on. Just oh, in, daily, yeah. in daily life, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna be a Ryorinin, <laughs> or or is it Ryonin? Ryorinin. So Ryorinin. Oh yeah, Ryorinin. Yeah, gotta work on my work on my cooking, right? But but yeah, I think it's about dinner time for me now, so I might have to go do some Ryori. But yeah, guys. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Whichever way you're digesting this podcast. And, uh, you know, we apologize for missing out last week, but we hope we brought you a bunch of fun news this week. Um, make sure to subscribe to the channel, make subscribe to the uh, podcast on whichever platform you're listening to. And until next week, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.